create of the Knit Action Podcast. My name is Becky, and I'll be your host. Today's segments include Actually Finished, Actually Working, Actually Hand-Dyed, Actually Stashed, Actually Attending, and I have two fantastic reviews for you guys today. So I'm going to jump right in with Actually Finished. I have a bunch of fun finished stuff this time, you guys. Um, Last time I talked about the fact that I had like a trillion, zillion um, half-finished socks and like most of the way finished socks and that I was ready to crank out a bunch of socks and get them finished and off my needles and frankly just get some more new socks on my needles. So I, um, I powered through a couple of things. I finished three Christmas gifts. The first one is for my younger son. I had bought him at Yarnfest, um, a skein of Scandalous Eartha in the Spock and McCoy colorway. So it's a self-striping um, blue and black stripes like Spock and McCoy wear um, their uniforms. And I knit these when we were in Hawaii and um, I was going to do an afterthought heel and it was going to be my first pair where I was going to snip for the afterthought heel instead of using waist yarn. Um, which is a technique I saw in sock architecture and I decided I wanted to be brave and try. And so I got these socks most of the way done and then I put them away because I was afraid. Um, but it turned out I had nothing to fear. One tip that I, I can't remember if it was this pair that I did them on, but there were a few of them that I snipped. And with at least one I snipped from the end so that it would be like where the needle would go. And then I didn't have very much yarn to weave in, which made me nervous. Um, so the rest of these that I've done, I have snipped a stitch in the middle of one needle so that I have equal lengths on either side to weave in and they're substantial enough that, that it's like a good amount of yarn to weave in. So those are finished. Those will be Benny's for Christmas. Um, I finished a pair of socks for my son Jack who is a huge Broncos fan, so I had bought him some yarn at Yarnfest as well in the Colorful Yarns booth, um, and it was Broncos yarn, um, and so it's white, orange, and blue, and I knit him a nice long pair of socks, same thing, afterthought heel, and those are ready to go, and he's going to be very excited about those because he's been bugging me to finish them. And then the most exciting ones in terms of how long they've been on my dang needles is that just tonight I finished my husband's 2016 socks. So every year I knit my husband a pair of socks and every year I have some sort of mental block, I think, about men's socks because they just feel like they take flipping forever. So I um, I finally finished them. I think I cast them on in February last year. They were like my basketball socks. And the kids' basketball league ends like... March the 1st, and <laughs> it's December the 9th, and I finally finished those socks. They are the socks that live in my car, but a lot of times if I'm going to be waiting for the kids after school, whatever, I try to find something more interesting to bring with me. So I think I won't have his 2017 socks live in the car. I think I'll pick some sort of really cool yarn that I'm super excited about and um, put those in the car instead. But these were um, yarn that I dyed. I think that this was a BFL. Um which now that they're done, I'm a little concerned about their washability. Um, but I had hand dyed this um, quite a while back. And so it was when I was fiddling with what were the right techniques for self-striping yarns. 
and I think I was using my, um, what do you call it? Why can't I think of the name of the thing? The thing that I was using to wind things around before I started just making a big loop with my kitchen chairs and, um, and kind of winding individual like groups of yarn instead of just making like one big loop. So they're pretty cool. They have um, six different blues and purples, um, and they look really nice. Um, I think they'll fit him quite well. And I did an afterthought heel there as well. Um, and this was the smallest amount of yarn that I've ever had left over after a pair of socks. I'm gonna guess I had, you know, maybe like 30 yards left, but I really tried to make them nice and long in the leg um, to use up as much as possible of that cool yarn that I had dyed. So I'm pretty excited about those. And then I finished two pairs of socks for myself. So the first was um, a pair of socks that I also cast on in February. These were my Vegas socks. So last year I was on a like winning team, whatever, for the Yarnathon for Eat Sleep Knits, and I got a store credit um, and I used that store credit to buy myself some Madeline Tosh, um, Tosh sock in the electric rainbow colorway. And I have to say, I really love this base. This was the first time I had used this yarn. It knits up into a really sturdy, but super comfy sock. Um, and the color is like black speckled with kind of neon colors. Very cute. Um, I did these with an afterthought heel as well, because I guess I was kind of on a kick with that. I certainly, there's nothing about these that's self-striping or anything. I could have done a regular heel, but I did an afterthought heel. Um, I do feel like maybe I went a smidge long on the foot, um, and I'll talk about what, what that caused me to do on another sock in a minute, but I love them. They're great. They're comfortable, and they've been on the needles a long time, so I'm happy to have them in the drawer instead. And then the last pair was another pair that I hand dyed. So this was a yarn that I had kind of tried to emulate what Lemonade Shop does. So I dyed most of the yarn a nice um, silver gray that came out kind of a charcoal color. And then just at one end, I did some neons. So there's like pink and turquoise and yellow, I think. And so that's got a little bit of orange and a little bit of green. So it kind of makes like almost like a natural looking rainbow and it patterns up in the way similar to the way that her yarns pattern up. So that was cool. And I had cast these on in Hawaii as well. And then they had sat all summer and I didn't do anything with them. And I took them out with me um, trick or treating with Benny on Halloween. And so they were just a really good um, portable project for a little while. And I knit the foot the leg and the foot in stockinette, which I usually do a 3-1 rib. Um, and frankly, I'm, I'm super happy with them. I was a little worried about how they would fit. They fit great. I knit the foot a half an inch shorter than the Vegas socks because I did feel like maybe those were a little on the long side and that maybe I'm learning some things about the depth of the afterthought heel based on my stitch count, um, which I'm sure I could adjust, but I just adjusted that in the length of the foot. And then much like I have a cowl, that is Lemonade Shop um, that I knit, just a simple ribbed cowl a couple years ago. It's like, I think it's like a 4-1 rib, 4-2 rib, something like that. Because I just wanted something that really let that yarn show. And a lot of times I will wear it inside out because I like the way her yarn looks in reverse stockinette. 
So I finished up these socks the other day and I um, turned them inside out so I could weave in the ends and then I was like, these are so pretty inside out and that's how I wore them. And I think that's how I'll always wear this pair of socks because there's nothing about them that, you know, they're not ribbed in any way. They're just a stockinette tube so they're just as easily a reverse stockinette tube and um, I'm pretty, pretty thrilled with how they turned out. So that is the five pairs of socks that I have finished since I spoke to you last. Um, the only other thing that I have finished in the meantime is a couple of ornaments. So I am still plugging away at my um, my Victorian Yuletide ornaments. Mostly I'm knitting them in stockinette now out of some yarn that I dyed up self-striping um, before the last time I talked to you guys. And I have a few that are in various stages of completion, but that's coming along pretty well. I need to get serious this weekend and look at who's getting what, especially um, the ones that are going to be teacher gifts because those are coming up pretty quick. And the other thing, oh no, that's it for finished. Sorry guys. So then I'm going to talk about actually working. Um, I am continuing to work on ornaments. So there are ornaments finished, ornaments in progress, all of those things. Right this minute I am working on um, some more socks for the boys. I'm not sure whose this will be yet, but I bought myself back in June some of the must stash um, Star Wars yarn. So she does these amazing self-stripings and I bought um, a colorway that was called OCD2. And what I actually got was two matching um, skeins, like half skeins, 200 yard-ish skeins of self-striping yarn and she does regular stripes and then sections that like there's a stripe but maybe it's speckled and then different colors and this one is the R2D2 one and I love it and what I'm gonna do is knit a total of four socks and I probably will do like you know sock for Jack, sock for Ben out of one skein, sock for Jack, sock and that way they'll each have socks that match each other because um, she sets the skeins up so that there'll be an exact match. So that's kind of cool. Um, I am doing contrasting heels, toes, and cuffs on these socks to make sure that the yarn stretches far enough. So um, I had some kind of oops yarn that I had dyed myself when I was dyeing up some of the Christmas yarn and I thought I had silver gray and it turned out to be navy blue, which is not even close, but it was dark in my basement. Um, and it's really pretty and it actually matches really well. It matches one of the stripes so well that I'm having a little bit of a hard time seeing because I use it on to make the like lifeline for the afterthought heel and it's a little hard to see where that is in the sock. So these are great. The kids are going to love them. Um, they'll be nice mindless knitting for a number of things um, that we have coming up and I will continue to crank these out. So my goal is to have each of them get two pairs of socks for Christmas. Um, we're doing a couple of cool Star Wars related things in the next couple weeks. So if you're local, the Denver Art Museum is doing an exhibit. I think it runs through March. I think it started in November and runs through March. And it is um, the costumes of Star Wars, which we're super excited about. Um, and we're going to go to that this Sunday. So I figure if I use my Erlene bag, um, I can throw a sock in there and I should be able to knit while we walk around the museum, which will be fun. And then the following weekend um is the boys birthday parties and 
So we are taking a bunch of their friends and a bunch of my family. We're going to see Rogue One. So I'll have some good quality Star Wars related knitting time. And I'm either going to bring these or um, I'm going to bring my mitts that I want to make with the other Star Wars colorway I bought, which is for me. And that was um, half skeins and one is Luke and one is Anakin Skywalker. And they're supposed to be lightsabers. So they're super cool. Um, another fun thing that I got while I was Christmas shopping that has worked out quite well is I had a bunch of like, I don't know, super cash and coupons and whatever for Old Navy. And I, um, I tend to buy a lot of the kids clothes from Old Navy. They're school uniforms I buy from Old Navy. Um, uh, they're just, I wear a lot of Old Navy myself, frankly. Um, and they're just, uh, inexpensive. And the kids grow out of things so quickly that I don't feel bad because I've bought things inexpensively. So I was on there doing some Christmas shopping and they had these little dop kits. And I actually wish I had bought more than one because now I think they're gone. Um, but it's very much the same style as the dop kits that I am sewing with the spoon flower patterns. And it's perfect. I have these four little small cakes of yarn um, in the little dop kit. It has a nice zipper and it's bright colors. This one that I got is like gray and a, kind of like an electric blue. And then it's got an orange zipper. It's super cute. Um, and it's the perfect project bag. So it's one of those like, this is not what it was meant for, but it worked out great. Um, so all my Star Wars stuff is living in there. I have a Star Wars. I don't know if I told you guys. This. So last year for Christmas, all I wanted was an, um, a Star Wars lunchbox. And I wanted to put socks in it. Um, and my husband and I saw one at the grocery store when we were in North Carolina last Thanksgiving. And I said, that's, that's what I want. That's all I want for Christmas. Like, you should go. I'll go in another aisle. You should buy me one. And then he was like, nah, it'll be fine. I'll find one. And then he made himself crazy trying to find me a Star Wars lunchbox because he couldn't. But they had them at um, Hancock Fabrics, I think, when they were going out of business. And I was like, yeah, buying myself a Star Wars lunchbox. So maybe I'll take my Star Wars yarn and move it in there. Um, but... Anyways, that's, um, that's those. They are on the needles right this minute and they are super cute. And it's really, because our stripes are so cool, um, it really does go fast because I'm super into, um, seeing which stripe comes next. The other thing that I did quite a bit of work on and I'm getting really close to finishing, which is good because I want to wear it on Christmas Eve is my Riley Rose shawl. So you might remember from the last episode that I dyed up, um, three colors for the shawl. So it calls for um, three colors and you work little sections um, kind of right to left instead of top to bottom or bottom to top on this um, triangular shawl. And each one is a different yarn and each one uses a different stitch pattern. Super potato chippy, amazing, really well-written pattern for, by Jennifer Lassonde from the Down Cellar Studio podcast. And um, I... I'm afraid I'm going to run out of yarn. I'm kind of playing yarn chicken on it. So I put it away for a few days because I wasn't going to have time to really focus on it. And I was afraid that if I ran out of yarn, I'd be like super bummed. So I'm going to um, knit on it quite a bit this weekend and then try to figure out um, if I need to dye myself up a little bit more yarn. I don't think it'll be hard to replicate the yarn that I did before. And I think it'll be fine like... If it's not exactly, exactly the same, the way that the sections work up, I don't think it'll be noticeable if the, um, 
like for example if I don't get the silver exactly the same so that one is coming along great I'm very excited about it I can't wait to wear it at Christmas and um, highly recommend that pattern and then I'm knitting for my dad um, the father cables hat so I'm knitting this hat it's a, it's a cable hat that's actually designed to be knit with um, the Yoth father yarn and I bought myself a skein of that um, at Yarnfest in large part because it came in free tote bag. Um, or not, it didn't come in free tote bag, but I was buying other yarn and it got me over the $100 spending or something. So I got a free tote bag. Um, so I have this beautiful seafoam green that is waiting to be a father's cape, father cables hat for me. Um, and I thought this would make a nice hat for my dad. So I bought some Malabrigo. I'll talk about that in Stashed. Um, and I cast it on the other day. And it's a 100% it's a charted pattern. So um, it's definitely not quick or easy knitting. But I've made some pretty good progress. Um, and I'm very happy with how it's turning out. And I think my dad will like it a lot. Um, there are a couple of other things that are kind of like hanging around close to being done. I have two other pairs of hand-dyed socks that are in, um, in striking distance of being finished. And so the first of those was some yarn that I dyed that is, um, silver gray, bright aqua and chartreuse. And it goes gray, blue, gray, green. And just stripes and I have one sock completely finished on that and I have another sock that is um, ready for the lifeline for the afterthought heel and then just needs a, a foot of toe and a heel so that'll be a pretty quick one to finish and then I have another yarn that I dyed up and I'm pretty sure it's an MCN it's nice and soft and um, I have one sock that has everything done with the afterthought heel and I have another sock that is um, ready for the lifeline. Um, so those are in pretty good shape. And I, like I said, I think I've got some good sock knitting time over the next week. My hope is to finish those two and, and crank them out. Um, and that's really it for what's been on my needles lately. I've been a little obsessed with finishing up these socks. So the next segment, you guys, is um, actually hand-dyed, and I did get the dye pots out and have kind of a play date with a friend of mine um, over Thanksgiving weekend. It was after I recorded last time. Um, I'm not going to get into a lot of detail because I don't want to spoil anybody's Christmas gift, but um, a friend of mine came over, and we, uh, we did some dyeing for a gift um, for a family member of hers, and so she wasn't really sure. She had this idea that she wanted to dye some yarn, but didn't have a lot of um, strong opinions, like, one way or the other. I was trying to text her to figure out, like, well, what do you want to do so that I can soak things and have things ready when you come over? And, um, and she was kind of like, well, I'd like to do purple. So I started to think about, like, well, what could that be? What could we do? We could just kettle dye or some purple. That would be fun. Um, but I had ordered a while back, maybe in the fall, some sock blanks from Wool to Die For. And so then I said, well, what if we did gradients? Um, and she was excited about that idea, and I was excited about that idea. So I soaked up two sock blanks, one for her and one for me. Um, hers we did, gosh, pomegranate, 
and Deep Magenta and Plum Dandy were the colors. So really beautiful purples. Um, and we did a nice gradient. And then to go with it, I soaked us each up two minis, one regular um, platinum sock that would be the same as the sock blank. And the other would be the sparkle sock with the Selena content and we speckled them. Um, so, so she ended up with a sock blank and two speckled minis, one that is sparkly and one that is not. And I ended up with the same. And mine are um, navy blue, peacock blue, which is not turquoise, but sort of the other blue you would see on a peacock. And um, hydrangea, I think, is the other colorway that I picked. And so really pretty blues, not necessarily my usual. Um, and I'm quite happy with how those turned out. I'm very, very excited about them. I'm not sure what they're going to grow up to be. Um, I have them sitting in a yarn bowl looking pretty right now. And, um, and I'm sure I'll figure out something fantastic to do with them. Um, the reason we did it was because, or the reason we added the minis was because that way we each would end up with a quantity of yarn that was about 600 yards, uh, which I thought might be easier to find patterns for than just, just the sock blank, which would be 400 yards. So more to come on those later, but they turned out super cute. And then the other thing I did that day was I took three skeins of regular platinum sock um, and I dyed them silver gray, and I will talk a little bit more about that in Stashed in terms of what I'm going to do with them, but they turned out a really beautiful, just soft, soft silver gray, um, real pale and pretty, and really I would, I would do nothing but grays sometimes. I just really like to, to look at the different ways that grays turn out. Um, so those are pretty and I'm happy about them too. So those were also in my dye pots since the last time we spoke. So that same day, um, to go along with the yarn that my friend dyed, we went to the local, um, paint your own pottery place and, um, it's called Crack Pots. It's here in Longmont and we painted yarn bowls. So my friend did a medium sized one and I'm not going to spoil the details on any of that, but I painted up, um, a small yarn bowl. So I have one that the kids and I did together at one point that was the medium size. And then I have a beautiful yarn bowl that my mom bought me on Etsy two or three years ago for my birthday that, um, somebody like hand threw and hand glazed for me, um, from an Etsy shop and it's beautiful. Um, but I thought this little one would be cute. And so then I, I was kind of just along for the ride um, at that point, and I was looking around at all the different things they had, and somebody had painted, like, a gravy boat, um, I guess it was probably one of the people that worked in the store, anyways, um, uh, it was just white on the outside, and then they had taken, um, one of the little, they call them, like, a mosquito bottle, where it has just a teeny little tip on the end of a little squeeze bottle, and you can draw with it, and they had drawn all these cute little, kind of zentangle-looking, um, it actually really matches the pillows here in my knitting room as I'm thinking about it, um, which are from Ikea, but just this cute, you know, black and white design, flowers and leaves and things like that and kind of spirals and cute things. And then the inside of that was a gorgeous like chartreuse green. So that's what I did. I actually painted 
the outside of the bowl just um just I think one coat of like a very very pale gray because that's the color of the walls here in my knitting room and then I did the foot of the bowl and the little inside of the swirl on the knitting bowl part of it and the inside of the bowl itself I did um three coats of chartreuse green so it's really bright and really pretty and I think it's adorable so that was my my knitting play date um the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend and I enjoyed it tremendously and we had a lot of all right guys so buckle up because here comes the damage I did during um online sales <laughs> during the holidays here um I talked last time about a few things that I like to do um every year this time a few sales I like to hit I did buy some Knit Picks yarn um nothing super exciting or fancy so I'm not going to talk about the Knit Picks yarn that I bought um but a sale that I look forward to every year with um Black Friday is the Black Friday sale at Eat Sleep Knit and so they do a secret sale um, they don't make a big deal about it. They do let the 10K members know ahead of time, and I got to start shopping an hour early, which was cool because oh, my chair didn't make, just make a rude noise. Um, it was cool because I had a plan for the sale, which was that I wanted to buy myself for my birthday um, a full set of the Hedgehog sock minis. And so this is a 30 gain set they are 20 grams 80 meters each 90% superwash merino and 10% nylon and so fantastic so they were, but they only had like three in stock so I was like I gotta get up and order this and take my chances on the sale because this is what I want to do so I only ended up getting 10% off but that was okay because it's like the gift that keeps on giving. So first of all, I have these beautiful minis. There are 30 of them. They're in all different gorgeous colors. And this is what I'm going to pair with the gray that I dyed myself, the silver gray that I dyed myself that same weekend. And I want to make them into a throw for myself, probably for here in my little knitting room. Um, and I think I'm going to try to kind of improvise it. I want it to be I-cord edging on all four sides. Um, and garter stitch in chevrons. So I need to do a little bit of playing around to figure out how much um, each 80 meter skein will make um, in terms of a chevron stripe. And then I want the grays to be half of what the colors are. And I think that's going to turn out amazing. So this is not something I intend to cast on Right away, I kind of played around with the colors um, when I first got them, and I also um, kind of laid them out in order and took some pictures of how I want them to be, but they're just beautiful. The one I have in my hand right now is called Sorry Not Sorry, and it's a gorgeous, like, shocking pink. And then the other one that I grabbed out of the pile um, is called Typewriter, and it is white with black speckles. And there's, I mean, there's, like, every rainbow, every color in the rainbow. And I love them very much. So I got 10% off with that. Um, and then this is where the Eat Sleep Knit thing gets cool because then you start to like earn rewards. And I got all sorts of cool things. So when I, I hadn't bought a lot of yarn from them this year, 
Um, I've definitely been shopping more locally and shopping at events and things like that. So a lot of times I used to buy yarn from them and now I've kind of found other sources, but they do this like yarnathon every year. And at each phase of the yarnathon, you get prizes. So this put me over the like, this year it's space. So it's like the solar system is how you earn prizes. And this put me at the sun milestone. So for the sun milestone, I got like a welcome packet. And I think I got a $5 store credit. And they give you the store credit right away. And so then I ordered a couple of other things that I knew I wanted. First, I ordered, I'm hoping the couch doesn't make a funny noise. Um, oh, see, it does. It keeps doing that, you guys. Um, okay, so first I ordered um, some... Malabrigo, just Malabrigo worsted um, for this hat that I'm making my dad. And the colorway is um, Tureg, T-U-A-R-E-G. It's a beautiful, brilliant blue. Not quite a, as dark as a royal blue, um, but just this really vibrant blue color. My dad has really pretty blue eyes, um, and I feel like this is going to look fantastic on him. My dad, right after Thanksgiving, ended up in the hospital, so um, having something that I could be knitting for him was pretty comforting to me. He's going to be okay, um, but it was just a little scary for a couple days there, so it was nice to have something nice that I was doing for him because he doesn't, he lives far away, um, and so I couldn't do a lot to, to be a practical help. Um, and then I ordered some Cascade Eco Plus, so at risk of making my couch make a rude noise again. I'm going to grab that. It does it every time, you guys. Um, and I'm recording in a new place today because I'm trying to be a little bit casual. So I hope that the sound is not terrible. Um, so Cascade Eco Plus. And what I wanted was a bulky um, or heavy worsted yarn in a gray because what I feel like I, my wardrobe is needing right now is a couple of nice neutral sweaters so that if I want to wear a fantastic, fabulous shawl, something with a lot of color, um, that the sweater that I'm wearing, and, you know, Colorado, it's pretty much like three seasons you can wear a sweater. This week it's been freezing cold. I've had to wear a coat. But most of the time a nice wool sweater is just the right thing. And I don't know, I don't, I haven't quite picked out a pattern yet, but I want... I think what I want is a big, um, cozy gray cardigan. So this is, this colorway is not written on the band, but it's charcoal gray and the Eco Plus is, it was very reasonably priced and it's 478 yards per skein. And I think it was like, I think it was like $20. It was pretty inexpensive, um, for that kind of put up. And I, um, uh, it was still Yarnathon Day or Black Friday, whatever, and so I got 10% um, off that as well, along with the Malabrigo. So that felt pretty good, and I was pretty pleased with myself. Um, and then the yarn comes, and then you get these little tickets. <laughs> so they had these little tickets. What they were doing at Black Friday was um, like a Yarnopoly, like a Monopoly board, and so you peel open the ticket, like crack open the ticket, and... Um, You'd have like a game piece, um, and some of them were instant winners. And so I got an instant winner for a $10 store credit, and then I got an instant winner 
for a free skein of yarn. So um, after Black Friday, I ordered myself with my $10 credit a skein of Madeline Tosh Tosh sock because I had just finished those other socks and I really wanted some more. And I got this one in just like a, um, a I guess I would call it a variegated yarn. Um, the colorway is esoteric, which is kind of maybe like a jade green and black. And it's beautiful. So this will be some socks to replace um, having socks on my needles. Um, and it was, you know, $10 off because I had this. Oh, no, I think it was $15 off. Or maybe I used the $5 off on the Cascade. But anyways, lots of store credits racking up. And so then one of my other instant prizes was a skein of yarn. And that came in the mail today. And it's so cool. So the free skein of yarn that they sent me was Mrs. Crosby Loves to Play. And it is the base called Ombra Della Sera. And it's one of these yarns that is kind of like, it's kind of like knitting with I-cord. So it's little, um, it's actually knitted already into strands. Um, the color that I got is called Zafrio, which is a beautiful variegated blue, kind of a cornflower blue. And this yarn, you guys, is 90% cashmere, 10% nylon. It's 110 yards. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but mostly what I'm going to do with it right now is just rub it on my face because it's super soft and super pretty. So that was totally free. And then I got like a little prize pack. I think I wrote down all the things that were in my prize pack because it started to get like crazy. So I got, um, I also got a tape measure and then this little notion box. I had seen these little notion boxes at um, shuttles when I was there and it's like a little box that snaps shut and then inside it has little compartments. And I think to get free shipping. Oh, this was a dumpster. But to get free shipping, um, I was really close with one of the orders. So I ordered some stitch markers and a pair of snips. So I like the high, high snips and I always get the puppy snips. And I didn't realize until this week, I probably had these for five years, that the little, um, cover that you put over the ends of the snips look like a puppy. So I got kitty snips. And they fit in the little um, in the little notion box. So I did pretty well in terms of like yarnathon coupons and prizes for the yarnathon and whatever. And so I had ordered the the Tosh sock, and then I was just kind of out there on that site, and I found another sock yarn that I really wanted to play with because I thought it was cool and beautiful. Um, and so this was another Mrs. Crosby yarn, and it is her base called train case and the reason that I bought this one is because this is a 55% superwash merino 50% 15% nylon 30% outlast viscose so it's supposed to be um like moisture wicking which I thought sounded really cool um and I bought this in the colorway called buttercup which is more grello I I I do believe this is the third skein <laughs> that I've bought in 2016 of Grello yarn, which is, you know, like gray and yellow. I have this skein. I have the Biscot and C that I bought um, the last time I was in yarn, Longmont Yarn Shop. And then I had bought some um, knit stitch yarn in a colorway called the Man in the Yellow Hat. So apparently, um, apparently Grello is my other spirit animal color. 
So when I got those, they came in the mail today. And because I'm in the 10K Club, I get double of the little cards, which is part of the way that I end up getting all these great bonusy things. Um, so I got four Yarnopoly cards, or scratch cards. So now they're back to, like, scratch cards. They're not doing the Yarnopoly cards anymore. Um, but I got little scratch cards, and I ended up with a whole other $20 of credits. So then after Christmas, I can treat myself to something else. So I mailed those in right away. And, um, I don't know, there's more free yarn coming my way. So, let's see. There's more. It's kind of crazy. Um, but it was my birthday, and my awesome brother got me a Webbs gift certificate. And so I went online when Jack was at his saxophone lesson the other night, and I was looking, and I ended up picking out, it's called Cheshire Cat. I'll have to get the brand name, but it was a set of five, um, 120 yard minis so not like mini minis um and they're all various like shades of a bright and a black and kind of a it's not a speckle but kind of one of those like cool variegated yarns so there's one that's I think black and pink and black and green and black and purple black and blue and I'm pretty excited about those I think they're coming tomorrow um and I had not bought anything from webs before and then, I swear this is the last one, um, tonight I went down to Longmont Yarn Shop because Jonathan from MJ Yarns was doing a trunk show, and he had emailed me about a couple of things we were looking to collaborate on, and I said, well, why don't I just come by and we can catch up when you're at Longmont Yarn Shop. So I hopped over there. I was leaving to go, and I realized, this is my life, right? So I realized my yarn from Eat Sleep Knit was probably in the mailbox. So I said, let me grab that before I go. And then in my mailbox was a $10 coupon from the Longmont Yarn Shop for my birthday. <laughs> so I just feel like I've hit the yarn lottery um, this week. But I went down there, and I, I thought about um, picking up some, some of Jonathan's yarn, but then there was some more... The Scott NC that I really wanted. And I'm in kind of a sock mood right now. So I bought some um, of their self-striping in the colorway Cactus, which is obviously, it's two shades of green, and then there's some orange, and then there's my favorite turquoise. So, um, so anyways, there was a momentary yarn diet before Rhinebeck, and then since Rhinebeck, it's just been all yarn all the time. I do suspect I'm getting some yarn for Christmas, and then I will not buy any yarn until stitches. So, uh, that's it for stash. That's plenty. <laughs> Actually attending. I had a couple of fun things that I wanted to tell you guys about that are coming up, um, or things that I've been to recently. So, um, the first was tonight I did go to the MJ Yarns trunk show at Longmont Yarn Shop, and that was fun. Jonathan has a new line of yarns. He did not have them with him at the trunk show, but he is doing a tasting um, next weekend at his studio in Lafayette, Colorado. So if you are a local, um, watch Jonathan's social media. And if you can't find it there, I don't think he's publicized it yet. Um, and you want to go, give me a holler and I'll try to get you the details. He's talking about 10 to two, but Jonathan has started, um, an additional line of yarns. So he is primarily a yarn wholesaler. Um, he doesn't do a ton of retail for his yarns. He brings them to Knit Osh and he sells them retail for me at Knit Osh. 
he'll do like the Salida Fiber Festival or the Estes Wool Market or whatever, and he'll sell yarns. But um, his primary business is um, selling yarns to yarn shops. So he has started um, his own line of um, yarns that he is selling on his own. And so he's calling those his red label yarns. So the the bases that you know and the colorways that you know up to this point are his black label yarn now, and now he has a red label yarn. Um, and so I'm going to hop over there next Saturday and talk to Jonathan about the new line and record it for you guys and have a little fun there. He's got some great ideas about giveaways and coupons and fun things, um, so more to come on that. But he's got two new bases. The first one is 1U, which is... Um, a fingering weight single and then the other one is called tough ram and that is a superwash and merino sock so 80% superwash merino 20% nylon it is a produced in the USA yarn which is cool and he has um, all new palettes I think he told me tonight that he has a total of 28 new colorways so they're gorgeous you know I, I'm such a fan of his um, yarns, but like I'm looking at this one here. It's called Jubilee, and it's a brilliant blue and little bits of gold, and it's gorgeous. So I'm very excited about that. I will be going to his little tasting and um, finally get to see his studio and some things like that next weekend. So that'll be fun. Um, I wanted to remind people that I am going to Stitches West. So if you will be at Stitches West, I will be there the Friday and Saturday. I believe that's the 24th and 25th of February. It's coming up fast. Like it's you know, two months after Christmas. And so that feels like that's going to be really soon. I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm trying to convince one of my girlfriends to come with me. Um, and I have my fingers crossed that she will. I know you're listening, Jen. So, um, don't forget to think about the stitches. Um, and then my big exciting news <laughs> that I did today, um, is not at all knitting related, but, um, I've been trying to figure out how to get the kids and I to Hawaii again this year. There were some constraints in terms of the schedule um and my son is in eighth grade and so you know missing school is hard and and things like that and so um anyways I've just been watching tickets and and dreaming about the beach and trying to figure out how we could make that happen again and I got a great like unbelievable unbeatable deal on tickets today and I'm taking my kids to Hawaii for spring break so um that's their big Christmas present they don't know yet um they don't listen so they won't find out from the podcast but I'm just like on cloud nine it's one of those like oh, I feel less stressed already <laughs> just thinking just knowing that Hawaii is in my future and just that I really tried when we were there over the summer to, like, bottle up the feeling. Um, if you've never been to Hawaii, you should go. Um, but there's just this this peaceful feeling that it gives me. And um, I tried to really just capture that. Like, there was one beach that we went to, and I meditated in the ocean and tried to just re remember how that felt so that when I'm home and I'm stressed and things are rough, I can just think back to, like, that set of moments, you know, and, and make myself feel better. And then there's this little beach down the road from my parents' house that we just, it's just the perfect little beach. And just like sitting on the lanai and my mom's at night and knitting and reading a book and drinking a glass of wine. And like all of that is now 
not that far off in my future again. So I'm in a great mood today. I'm really excited. I just wanted to share that with all of you guys. I have two great reviews for you guys um, today. And so I wanted to jump right in with those. The first is a yarn review. Um, I received a skein of yarn via Stitchcraft Marketing um, from a company called June Cashmere. And so they sent me one skein of their DK weight um, cashmere yarn in the Aegean colorway, which is kind of a, a greenish teal, beautiful colorway. Um, and they sent a beautiful package of stuff with it. So I want to um, just read you the first description that it says. It says, June cashmere yarns begin with hand-combed cashmere sourced from family farms in Kyrgyzstan. Our cashmere is processed in Europe and organically dyed in Maine, creating luxuriously soft, ultra-warm yarn. Um, so I have one skein of this. It's 150 yards of the DK. I am going to knit some mitts with it. Um, I had some gauge issues with my original attempt, so I have knitted with the yarn, but I am going to, I'm going to frog and restart and get better gauge because um, I didn't swatch. Um, this yarn comes in a DK as well as a lace weight. The lace weight is a put up of, um, 308 yards per skein. And the sample, um, selection that they sent me has 12 colorways. Um, and they are natural dyed. They, they are beautiful. They certainly look beautifully naturally dyed, um, colors like espresso, scarlet indigo pumpkin and curry pumpkin is gorgeous curry is gorgeous um so there's a lot of just beautiful colors in this palette and then they sent a really really nice um in-depth brochure um with recommended patterns for the yarn they actually do have a, a set of mitts although i'm not sure I have quite enough. Oh no, it does say one skein of DK. So there's a there's a um a set of mitts here in this little brochure that they sent me called the Journey mitts, and I think that I might knit those, knowing that that's exactly what the yarn um or what the pattern calls for is one skein of this. There's like a cute little hat, but it's all knit up in different ways, and it's a really nice way to see um, different things. Um, it's really interesting because. Um, they, it's really a family farm in Kyrgyzstan. Um, and so they talk about contributions from people from multiple cultures, which I think is really, really neat. Um, it says we share a commitment to giving Kyrgyz cashmere an honored identity among the world's finest. Okay, guys. So the next review that I have for you is a book review that I am super excited about. So this is a book that I became aware of. Um, last month I went out to dinner with a couple of knitter girlfriends and we had a really nice evening and we were chatting away and one of them was my friend Emily Straw who hosts the Knitting Butterflies podcast and she was talking about a new book by her friend Joanna Johnson who wrote all of those adorable um, knitters children's books like Henry's Hat and Phoebe's Sweater um, that I think a lot of people have heard of. So she has a brand new book called Sherlock Knits, and they, um, the title is Patterns Inspired by the World's Most Famous Consulting Detective. And really, they are, um, they are inspired by the literature more than the TV show, but, um, she does a really clever job 
with um, the photography in the book so that it certainly evokes the, um, the BBC TV show. And if you have not seen um, Sherlock on, in the U.S. it would be on PBS and it's also on Netflix, um, stop right now, turn off the podcast, go watch Sherlock. It's got Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock Holmes and then, oh gosh, Martin Freeman, who was like Bilbo Baggins and he was in that Whiskey, whiskey Tango Foxtrot with Tina Fey that was really good. Um, anyways, he is Watson and they are fabulous. I binge watched that whole thing. They're long episodes. There's not many of them, but they're very long. Um, and the last, the most recent season as I was watching it, I kept thinking I was at the end and then there was more and it was like the happiest thing that ever happened to me that there was more Sherlock than I expected. So totally love it. But these are inspired by the book. She did do a great job with the photography. I feel like it does really nicely evoke, um, kind of the modern Sherlock Holmes, the actors or the, the model in the photographs certainly bears a striking resemblance to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That led to a really fun conversation with dinner about the um, SNL skit they did recently about why are women attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> Cause he's ugly hot. Um, and so that was anyways, fun. Um, but the book is, charming. It's really inspired by a lot of little nods to the literature and to the books. Um, it's beautifully illustrated. I think that Joanna's daughter did the illustrations and they are charming. There are little quotes from the various books um, because obviously the, the Sherlock Holmes books are now in the public domain. So, um, so it's, it's fair game to quote them. Um, and there's just a really nice variety of a lot of super cute patterns. So I'm going to walk you through, um, some of them and talk about the ones that I particularly liked and might, uh, consider knitting. The first one is called a sweater for John. Obviously that's John Watson. Um, same thing here that the, um, actor, or the model, I don't know why I keep seeing actor, the, but the model, you never see his face, but his build and just the sweater that he's wearing, it really evokes that character um, from the BBC show. She's got in a gorgeous green tweed yarn that I like very, very much. Um, and like I said, there's just these, these cute little quotes at the beginning of each. So that's a really nice men's cardigan, um, lots of buttons, very charming. Mrs. Hudson's Tea Cozy is the next one. I don't think I would knit a tea cozy, but I am charmed by the idea of it. It's a really cute um, color work pattern, and it's um, inspired by the, the story The Five Orange Pips. Um, so the color work is like little orange slices, and it's very, very cute. Um, so that's a nice one. There is a gorgeous um, blue scarf. Um, she calls it Elementary in Pashmina, and it's in Madeline Tosh Pashmina, which is my favorite yarn in all the world. So that one scores extra points for me just on that. But she did it in a beautiful blue um, in the ink colorway, um, and it's got a fringe, and it's really, really, really nice. Um, and again, the photography is fantastic. One of the ones that I really like a lot is um, the Speckled Band Shawl. So again, there's a quote from the story, The Speckled Band. Um, and then it's a gorgeous, um, 
kind of part of it is chevron and lace um, shawl and then some of it is just stripes this one calls for um, four different colors of Wooly Wonka's it says Wooly Wonka's fibers transitional skein set and um, so like I said there are some that are uh, kind of a gradient and then there's a speckle that runs through it and so I think this is one of those shawls that really opens itself up for um, lots of fun in terms of the colors that you would use um, these are lots of um, greenish tones. Actually, I think her set is called Fang, Fangorn Forest. Um, but you could do a lot of fun things. This is the pattern in the book that I am most likely to knit, for sure. It's super, super charming. Um, and then there is a pattern called Socks for Mary. Um, I believe Mary is a character who is only in the TV shows. Um, but they are super cute, simple um, pattern sock. Uh, and then there is a Scotland Yard vest. This one to me is one of the most ambitious, um, in the whole book, but there is a gorgeous men's houndstooth vest. It's got a little bit of an accent color on it. Um, and it's a V-neck and, um, I don't know. I don't know if I would feel ambitious enough to do a houndstooth vest, but it is striking and beautiful. Um, it almost, you know, I think houndstooth is a pretty commonly woven fabric and textile. Um, so to see it knit, I mean, it's just absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, and then there is a Mycroft and Moriarty casebook cozy. So this is for like your tablet, your iPad, whatever. Um, and it has two different sides on it. So one is for Professor James Moriarty, who is Sherlock Holmes' nemesis, and the other is for Mycroft Holmes, which is Sherlock's genius brother. So that's really cool color work thing, um, and I like that a lot. If you if you had a Sherlock Holmes um, fan in your life, this would be a great gift, um, this little iPad cozy. Uh, there's a gorgeous pair of lace, um, I guess I would call them gloves, um, they loop around your middle finger and then they're, so maybe they're like more wristers than fingerless gloves. Um, but they're lace and they're called the woman. So again, another, um, reference back to the literature there. She's got them knit up in red and they're very striking and really pretty. And then this, the quote after that is, um, talks about a study in scarlet. So these beautiful red things. And then the, the callback from literature is to the color scarlet um, and then there is kind of the traditional Sherlock Holmes cap um, with the ear flaps, um, which they poke quite a bit of fun at um, in the TV show. But uh, that's really cute. Again, if you had a Sherlock Holmes fan in your life, then um, they would get quite a bit of enjoyment out of that. And then there is a cowl called... Uh, the Copper Beaches Cowl. So one of the stories was The Adventures of the Copper Beaches. And so that's a gorgeous beach is like um, the tree, B-E-E-C-H. Um, and then at the end, there's a bunch of just charming photography of the various um, pieces being worn by the models. And they're in, um, I think they shot these all in a shop in Loveland, Colorado. Yeah, the Dickens Alley. Um, which is a rare bookstore. And so there's all these great 
books and kind of um, period looking furniture and these great different bottles of God knows what, I'm not really sure. Um, but they really, um, they really did just a charming, charming job of pulling this collection together. The patterns uh, look extremely well written and I was just really impressed and charmed all the way along. Um, I believe that the ebook is $12.95. Um, and I also believe that there will be a print copy as well. So this comes from Slate Falls Press. Um, and Joanna's other books um, include Phoebe's Sweater, Freddie's Blanket, Phoebe's Birthday, and Henry's Hat. And then her other literary um, knitting collection that I really want to check out is Green Gables Knits, um, which is, of course, Anne of Green Gables, which was a set of books and another, it was another like PBS-y kind of thing um, that I am utterly charmed by. So those are really nice. She has offered up a copy um, for me to work out a giveaway for you guys. So I'll be figuring that out with her. And then my plan for the rest of the year, so it's early December now, um, I plan to do kind of a special episode with Jonathan from MJ Yarns, um, and then a year in review, which will be right in time for episode 50. So I I think that probably as far as giveaways and things go, we'll get those going um, in January. So watch the space for something fun here about Sherlock Knits. But in the meantime, I really do just very highly recommend it. It's a beautiful little book. So that's it, you guys, for this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that everyone is um, getting through the holiday season without feeling too frazzled and that you're you're getting to enjoy it. We have some super fun things planned um, in my family this holiday season. And like I said, I will be talking to you guys a couple more times before 2016 comes to a close. But I hope that you are all well and healthy and enjoying this special time of year. And in the meantime, happy knitting. <laughs>